to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. And yes, we are in the thick of it, season six. Moving right along. Long time listener, go ahead. <laughs> Just bump yourself up about a minute and a half, two minutes from now. You know the drill. New listener, first of all, welcome. And thank you for joining us slash me. The quickest way for you to get up to speed and understand how it is you're going to intentionally build the good supportive habits that are aligned with your goals, there are a few resources, free resources at your disposal. The quickest thing you could do if you're interested is you can text the word HABITS, H-A-B-I-T-S to 33444, and you get a free tracking sheet sent to you immediately, and then there's a uh, follow-up tutorial video and that sort of thing. You can also Google PAR. And the habit factor. That's P-A-R-R and the habit factor. With that, you will get all sorts of blog posts and resources that will quickly get you up to speed. Finally, if you go into the iTunes store, if you search the habit factor, there is a free app there. Same should be the case over in the Google Play store. Just search the habit factor and you get a free app that walks you through the process. We follow the habit factor methodology, PAR, plan, act, record and reassess. You reassess after four weeks of tracking. There is a very specific and simple method to do this. All right, now let's get into this episode. Everybody's up to speed. Let's get after it. See ya. Here we go. Today's Frequently Asked Friday, FAF. (laughs) It's basically Monday's MBM Part 2. While we got into deeply overthinking what it means, how it's crippling, what we didn't get into deeply and what we kind of left on the table was how to overcome overthinking, how to beat down, how to stop overthinking. So we'll talk about a few techniques and the first thought as I revisited Monday's MBM. And if you haven't heard that, that's really a part one. So go check that out. Monday's episode about overthinking. But what's important to say is, 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 cause we talked about there's good thinking and there's bad thinking. And what I want to make sure it's, it's not all Pollyanna ish. And, and I'm not saying all doubt is, is bad. If, if you're about to go into a huge investment, having some doubt is obviously going to be quite valuable. What we're talking about is when we go to set a goal and then overthinking it. How, how am I going to get there? How am I going to afford it? I don't have the time. And we go into a hundred different excuses. And then next thing we know, we wake up tomorrow and we want it a little less and we still haven't taken any action. So how we kill overthinking is we first understand, is this 
good doubt or is it bad doubt? We call that right view. If it's pertaining to you, your abilities, your capabilities, which you can achieve, your possibilities, which we talked about, and doubt is creeping in or fear is creeping in, then that is most likely poor thinking. Remember, the great value of fear, other than saving your life, is that it directs you towards faith. Fear can direct you towards faith. Faith in yourself, in your capabilities, in the world around you. So fear can be used, just like doubt can be helpful, fear can be helpful. But what we're talking about is how to kill overthinking. And so the first is getting right view, right perspective, understanding. Am I just making excuses? Do I really not have enough time? Has anybody in my position, same number of kids, I can can remember it was killing me. It was like the NBC special. They they feature the Iron Man. And I swear this guy had, I think, one leg and completed the Iron Man. And I'm just sitting on the couch thinking, what is your excuse? You, you, you weak... (laughs) you weak slob. And you know what? That's actually highly motivational. That sounds obviously very negative. But but the point is, if it's channeled positively, which ultimately it was, the, the reason for that story is when we're looking at things with the proper mindset, one of the questions we have to ask is, is this a valid excuse? Has somebody done this in the same position or worse? And almost every time the answer is absolutely. So we get right perspective. That's the first thing we want to do. The next thing is taking that action, knowing that you don't have to, and you're not going to climb the entire staircase in one magical leap and bound like Superman or Superwoman. What we know is if we take one step at a time, we can see the next step. So taking action, knowing that we just need to go one step at a time. Look, here's why we're talking about this from one episode to the next overthinking is the cause for depression, anxiety, stress. Yes, these things don't exist without thinking. It sounds a bit crazy to say this, but... How do you, how do you not create stress? By not feeding it, by not 
creating <laughs> you 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 stop stress by not creating it you stop anxiety by not creating it now i know i recognize there's clinical depression and there's clinical anxiety but i also recognize for thousands and thousands of years and you may say well the environment's changed people aren't working the same but but just stay with me here for thousands of years meditation has been a practice and that's a key word practice so you're saying yeah well that's stupid martin i can't just stop thinking the question is how is your meditation practice going and again, none of this is, is in any judgment. This is all, we, we come at this from Emerson's great observation. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. So I'm asking you to experiment. You're coming with, with the question, how to prevent overthinking? Stop thinking. Slow down the thinking. Focus on breathing. Focus on your senses. Change your environment. The, the thing that generates all this discomfort, anxiety, and depression is these Thoughts, these stories we create, we jump to incredible conclusions, our perspective narrows, and we seem to believe that that's going to be the future or that's going to be the future. So if we look back, how often did we think, oh, last year I thought that was going to happen, I thought that was going to happen, that the reflection can be helpful for us to realize going forward our assumptions may not be accurate. But I want to get back to, <laughs> this is why we're talking about overthinking, but I want to get back to applying it to goal achievement. Let's, let's just use an example. Almost everybody, almost everybody, a large, large portion of people want to write a book. I've heard it before. And there's a bit of irony in that statement because that was something I never had envisioned or wanted to do. I know many of you know this, but the last thing I ever wanted to do was write a book, as far as I knew. But when, <laughs> when, when the habit factor kind of took on a life of its own, and the more people I was able to help with it, it, it became, um, it became, for lack of a better word, an obligation. Like I knew I had to write this book. The reason I, it's worth saying is because then I had to say, okay, how am I going to achieve this goal? I have a family. I've never written a book. Yep. All sorts of excuses started popping up. What do I know? And then I realized, hey, look, 
put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. Use the habit factor method to write the book. So that killed that excuse, and I realized it was going to be a perfect example when the book was done of, hey, look, this is the process I followed. But there was no... There was no time I had to make the time and I would wake up extremely early and it was, and this is relevant to our conversation here, it was very incremental. It was 20 minutes, maybe three times a week. You know, if I could just do that and track that, what kind of momentum would I have in a month? And then I was able to increase the amount of writing time. And I was tracking. I was following par. So this is how you kill overthinking. You look for examples. Has this been done? How has it been done? Every Write down the excuses. Don't have time? How could I address that? Don't have the money? How can I address that? I remember saying, I don't, I don't really want to spend money on a road bike and signing up for these events is like a thousand bucks. I, that was just an excuse. Of course, I, I had the money. I could certainly come up with the money. It was just an excuse. So back to how to address this, write down a list. Address the excuses. Take the first step. You don't have to see the entire accomplishment. You're making the commitment. You're following a proven process. I would recommend you f track your habits. Follow par. That builds... Because part of overthinking, as we just mentioned, really is, is, it's not just building up excuses. It's a lack of confidence. So what happens when you follow par? You build confidence. You build this efficacy. You demonstrate to yourself because you're tracking, you see it's reinforced. Go back to the efficacy episode. E-F-F-I-C-A-C-Y. The key to happiness in many ways is being able to prove to yourself that you can create a desired result. The problem is we start overthinking and we don't even take the first step. So without the first step, nobody ever finishes. So we remove overthinking by taking the first step, whether it's signing up, whether pulling out the tracking sheet, and then you follow par, you stay on track, that builds this efficacy. So you 
get this progress, you get this momentum, you feel more motivated, you begin to believe in yourself, you haven't overthought it, and you're well on your way. In so many ways, <laughs> we keep coming back to the tracking sheet, but it's one thing to know it, and it's another thing to do it. And it's, it doesn't have to be the sheet. Yes, it can be the app. So let me check my notes really quick. Sweet. Good thing I checked my notes. So here's, here are a few other little tips. Following this idea that we replace rather than eliminate bad habits, a bad habit might be overthinking. So we begin the development of the meditation practice. Even if it's just 10 minutes, we begin reading good positive books and information. It can be information relevant, related to your goal. I... I went and bought a couple books, recommended, highly recommended books related to the Ironman so that when I wasn't actually physically training, I was training my mind. I was reading tips. So if it were a book, you might get a couple books on how to write a book. So it's in your head. So reading, meditating. The idea here is we are controlling. Overthinking is a sign in many ways, I hadn't thought about this, of not having control, not having the wheel of our mind. Just letting it drive all over the place. Like we've lost control of the steering wheel. When you take control of the steering wheel, you steer it towards, oh, that's a bad thought. I'm going to steer away from that. Control that. It's very much like putting your hands on a steering wheel. And so overthinking, recognizing it, directing yourself in ways that prevent that. And over time, that will happen less and less and your confidence will grow. So we got to take action. We got to get right thought. We got to limit. I hate gotta, gotta. I don't want to tell you you got to do anything. But having said that, let's get right perspective. Right view of the situation. List our excuses. Take action. Follow par. Begin reading. Begin meditation. Realize that the barriers we are creating, we are creating. That is meant to be redundant. We're literally creating the barriers in our head with our overthinking. So we just got to break it down. Break them down, dissect it, analyze it, pull it apart.
All right, my friends. Thank you very much. That's your FAF. Have a great Friday. Again, a great weekend. Happy New Year. Um, thank you for the emails before I go. Thank you for the ratings and reviews. And if the app is new, it's updated. If you're using it, wonderful. Feel free to update your review if, uh, if you have one in the iOS store. That would be awesome. Thank you very much. Again, have a terrific weekend. See you. Bye. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you, if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits, that is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444 and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value.